Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Vineyard Collective Podcast. My name is Samuel. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Daniel. I'm one of your other hosts. And today we have two amazing guests, the Mike and Julie, oh, our yeah. senior pastors. Wow. What's up? We have Welcome. In front of our Welcome. Glad to be here again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is yeah. the music. Yeah. 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 I, I like, like it. Yoda I like it. We edit these, right? Okay. <laughs> 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 Can we take that out? Take out. Um, okay. So we are just going to jump straight off. Yeah. Serious question to start us off. Daniel, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so vacation memory that didn't live up to the hype. <laughs> Maybe a memory stone we've or all two. Been We've Tell had some, us the whole story. Okay, yeah. well, we've oh, had some great vacations. <laughs> not, you may not want the whole story. <laughs> yeah, we have some. We've had some great vacations. Actually, we had um, a vacation scheduled for Maui um, mm. this past spring that got canceled because of COVID, which mm. was a major bummer. But actually, a activity that did not live up to its hype happened okay. in Maui. This was. 12 years you're ago? Talking, you're talking about Hana. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Oh. The road Hana. to Hana. The road actually. to Hana. Wow. It's actually a very Nicholas popular. Sparks, you maybe? go to Maui the and they're like, these are the things that you should do. Oh, it's like one of the like top 10. Here's the things you <laughs> really? should do. You yeah. Should okay. try. Have you done the road to Hana? The Did last you guys week? write a Yelp People review? You, have, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> we did not. I oh, should have had my brother-in-law do it though, because okay. I would, I would actually love to have him do that. So maybe I'll reach out to him because he was not a fan. So what happened? Yeah. Okay. Give us some highlights. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, so the road to Hana, you have lights. to. It, it, it's a road that's like, I forget where the starting point is. It's it's on, on Maui, but you go to Hana, which is a town. Okay, and so the road to get there follows the coastline, which of course this is formed by volcanic. You know, okay. Activity. Sounds safe. It is not. Mm-hmm. It is totally not safe. a uh, a nice, clean, straight road. You know, okay. here in Illinois, we have nice, clean, yes. straight flat road. Yes. Flat, flat road. You know, flat. we don't have a lot of geography, but we have flat, straight roads. <laughs> yeah. And that is that is something. And they live up to the. <laughs> so it is something like and forty I, miles. It's sixty. Some, it's sixty some 60 miles. Mile. And okay, I will wow. say that you know I knew I had a kind of a sensitive stomach, but at the time I was seven months pregnant mm, with our yeah. first child, mm. and this. Ride it is up. It is yeah. just back and forth, back and forth the whole time because it's like if you took and scribbled this on yes. a map. That is exactly. If your child drew this with as tight of little squiggles as they could the whole way, well, that's, that's the fun. road to Hana. And then there are it's like ten or so one way bridges that you have to wait while the other car passes. I mean. This is hype. <laughs> so there's no fast. There's no going fast. Yeah. It's very slow. Now, the the scenery is admittedly slow. beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But I was driving. Okay. So Julie you couldn't was see that. And you're a professional pregnant. driver. I'm, I'm basically a professional <laughs> driver. Julie's pregnant. So like this whole like going back and forth oh, in the road. It's like she can't was... even enjoy it. I'm having to pay really close attention because you got oh. like giant lava cliff wall on yeah. one side. And a drop ocean. off on the other where the other cars are driving. Yeah. And depending which side you're coming I'm from. I'm never going <laughs> I mean, do you go to Maui? Do you go, go to Maui? Go to Maui. Maui there. is amazing. Just skip this yeah. part. Just stay on the beach. They, they have yeah. these helicopter tours, which I've never been on. But we said if we ever go to Hana again, that is the way that you <laughs> yes. get there. Fly over you it. skip over the road to Hana and just <laughs> yeah. look at it from above. <laughs> and that's, that's where apparently I how you enjoy that. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot okay. of. Uh, well, it's a good thing we know Jesus now. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's good. He's he's, it was, it's all he's a forgiving. Blood. He's a forgiving and wonderful Lord. So that's it's good all for all of us. Under the blood. Wow, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. The road to Hana. The road to Hana at a Oops. Maui near you. Take it on a, maybe a <laughs> virtual a Google tour. I don't know. Maybe you can do that. Maybe you can do that now. I don't yeah, know. If you that probably please can. don't take this tour if you are seasick. I'm yeah. Yeah. Seriously, even on your computer, you might get there. Oh gosh. So oh. we're in a, an amazing series right now called Citizens of Heaven. Yes. Putty just preached the. 
legend herself, Di, is about to speak, mm-hmm. uh, speak this week. Yes, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. She's going to be really she's, good. She's a boss. Um, so I, I have a question that I feel like would kind of help us segue into a little bit of more intenser questions. Yeah. But as citizens of heaven, one thing that I've heard some people say is as citizens of heaven, how do we honor the king and honor our governor or our mayor or our mm. president if we don't feel like they have the same value system? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I've heard from some parents that I, that we deal mm-hmm. with in Rev or something like that. It's like, how do we honor even if we don't agree? Because mm-hmm. aren't we oh. supposed to stay true to the king? Something like that is what we've been hearing. So what do you guys think? How do we how do we honor the king, but also honor mm-hmm. the governors, our government, things like that? Yeah. So. Great mm. question. That is a really good question. Mike's going to answer that. Going, one. Right, wow. going right in deep. See how that going, is. Just jumping straight in. The mic can do that one. Yeah. We we could have I get that a lot whenever she doesn't want to do, do that. We could have so. taken him on the road to Hana, but we're right. getting straight in. Yeah, we're going <laughs> Illinois <laughs> route. We really straightened yeah. it out. Yeah. Illinois route right Illinois here. road right to it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that's one of the interesting questions. Like when we think about honor, what does that mean? So can you reframe that for us? Well, I think... So often, and this has been one of the questions and things we've been talking a little bit about here is this idea. There's there's honor that is I'm willing to submit, which yeah. is some of the things that you choose to do. And there's honor that's active, where you're actively trying to help others look better. You're trying to actively mm. help the people around you be better. And, <clears throat> you know, is <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should drink wow. my water. All right. Good. Wow. Yeah. You know, the Lord doesn't want thought. me to talk about honor. So it's something that <laughs> like it must be a deep, <laughs> must be a deep thought, <laughs> a deep breath. <laughs> so, you know, when we, when we think about what does it look like to honor, I, I think about what God has called us to be. What is that? The salt mm-hmm. of the world, right? Yeah. Right. We are, the, we are the salt that flavors the world around us. Mm. Right. I don't expect the world to taste like salt before I get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, good. I expect that I get to be there. Yeah. And help flavor it because Jesus lives in me. Yeah. Because that salt flavors the world around me. And yeah. so, you know, I look at it as not a a choice of like, oh, well, I have to submit to everything either. Right. And so I think there's questions that we're always asking. God, God are you asking us? Yeah. Is this a situation where you're mm-hmm. saying honor by submitting? Mm-hmm. Is this a situation where you're saying, you know, actually we we need to choose differently? And so I think those are the places that we've asked those questions and yeah. said, God, when you give us permission, when you say yeah. this is time, we will do that. Until then, we're going to continue with the last orders, which were to honor those yeah. in authority. And that's clearly in scripture. And yeah, I love places. how Putty framed it this weekend for us. You know, he he really did an excellent job. So if you haven't checked out that message, I would totally Absolutely. encourage yes. you to check yeah. out that message because I really thought that he did an amazing job of explaining that while we are citizens of heaven, mm-hmm. the way that God has set up the world is that we are you know, organized in these natural governments. Yeah. And it's not just in America, it's all over the world that these natural governments have helped us organize life so that we can have schools yeah. and hospitals and roads and a lot of the things, protection, the police and, and emergency personnel. Yeah. So um, the government in and of itself is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we can kind of think to ourselves, we can kind of try to separate ourselves too much. And I love how Petty really just framed it for us this week when he said, you know, we are citizens of heaven, mm-hmm. but we live that citizenship out here on the earth. Yeah. And sometimes those two um governments, they aren't in alignment. And our job is actually to participate in a way that we can see more alignment. Mm -hmm. And so I do agree that it is a question of how are you viewing the word honor? And, um, you know, this, I kind of goes, I have a real heart for unity Mm -hmm. and I, I just actually did a little video with some of our team 
talking about how, you know, unity is not sameness, Mm -hmm. it's oneness. And Mm -hmm. I also think like, I've been thinking about this whole idea of honor. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes we just get confused about the definition of things. And so maybe that's something to even like press into. Maybe there's a blog post or something in there that I'll write out. Does honoring mean that somehow I'm in agreement with everything that's happening? And I don't think that is. And I think what I want us to have a vision for is, you know, sometimes we can be fatalistic, I think, when yeah. we think about like elections and who got elected. Like, well, the candidate that I wanted to get in there didn't get there. And therefore, like, it's too late. Like, mm-hmm. we'll just have to wait till we can replace. And I want to be people who have such influence that we can bring redemption to everyone. Yeah. That yeah. we can even bring redemption to those who we don't feel like are in alignment with God's government. Mm-hmm. Can we have an influence that yeah. actually helps bring them to that place, yeah. whether that's the person or the ideologies or whatever right. those is, as Putty talked about. I thought that was just a great framing of how do we help bring it back in, no matter who's in office, yeah. how are we helping to bring it into mm-hmm. alignment with God's government? Yeah. Yes. yeah, at the very basic, I mean, can we just love them? Can we yeah. love someone where they're at? Maybe they don't believe what we believe or believe mm-hmm. how we believe, but we can love them where they're right. at. It actually opens the door mm-hmm. to relationship. It opens the door to be salt. I love how you said that. Like we are meant to be salt. If yeah. we remove kind of our ability to even season yeah. like, mm-hmm. like that, that I don't think that's God. Like God. So loves you're that saying person. it was genius that we did reckless love mm. as our series in September. Yes. And it now was almost ha- like Holy spirit mm. thought it out. Yeah. It's true. Though. Yeah. Cause I like, think it is so true. I think again, we are confused about the words love and honor and unity. We believe that those things mean yeah. complete agreement. But I think if we actually allow the Holy Spirit to like, uh, you know, convict us of our righteousness, we're going to see that actually love is not um, agreement. It yeah. is yeah. something more than that. So, and I think it's huge that like honor doesn't like you're saying honor doesn't mean agreement. But I think it's hard to even live out honor if you agree on everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's when the moments that you don't agree. Mm-hmm that you actually have to live out the act of honor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's yeah. just an assumption of yeah. like, if we agree, we honor, but it's like, if we don't agree. Mm-hmm. I should be honoring more in this moment than even if we agreed. Yeah. It's you know, easy, does that make it's sense? easy to honor those who already agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. an easy place to honor. It's a lot harder to figure out a ways to honor those who you don't have a yeah. full agreement with. That is, yeah. that is a tough place to be. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard Danny Silk talk about this. I think Putty's mentioned it too. We're just like, if there's a disagreement, if there's something, you know, oftentimes, uh, unfortunately, this is, we, we kind of put that disagreement in between us. Yeah. yeah. And so therefore, oh, we cannot be in relationship mm-hmm. now because this, right. this is a problem rather than saying, no, we're in relationship. We're going to yeah. build this relationship and this problem over here, we're going to have to deal with that. What, what right. should we do about that yeah. mm-hmm. rather than like keeping yeah. it in between it's us? protecting relationship through conflict, yes. even through conflict. That yeah. I'm going to protect that relationship connection even as we deal with conflict and we have hard conversations. And some of this is challenging because when we talk about government, you know, we often don't have a personal relationship with um, the president or with our elected, even local officials. And so sometimes I think this is just even so conceptually hard for us to even wrestle with because it's abstract. You know, these are people that we aren't in relationship with. And so it's so easy to, to bad mouth them or Mm -hmm. to bash them or to, to speak out against them because we aren't sitting down at a table. Mm -hmm. You know, in fact, in this season, one of the amazing things, and I'm going to just brag on Mike for a moment, is, you know, Mike is really willing, and and I am too, but he has a gift for it to engage in, in tricky conversations yeah. with people who are upset and, and, mm-hmm. and want to share their hearts. And what I love about it is as you've sat down with people, you've just told me this over and over, you know, it's like the Holy Spirit's comes and is yeah. in our midst. And suddenly, even the disagreement, even though a lot of times there's not full agreement. 
by the end of the conversation, there's so much love and you're like, God, this is what we were created to do, um, to, to be in relationship with one another, to seek understanding, Mm -hmm. to seek connection over being right or wrong. So I think that is though a unique challenge to this whole political conversation. We don't have personal relationship and the government seems like this abstract thing. And it's hard to honor when you assume. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm. I can't honor you if I already assumed Mm. the worst in you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't even come to an honorable moment if I'm like, Daniel, you're the worst. Like, I just, I, I think it's so easy. I love you too. I love you, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just so easy though that like, You know, if you're distant, yeah. it's distorted. So you already assume yeah. that whatever decision leaders are making is not the one you would make. Yet there wasn't a conversation, like you said, that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. So, well, and the more distance you have, mm-hmm. it comes back to what Julie just said: is that you create that place of yeah. a them, mm-hmm. an other, a mm-hmm. thing, because it's really hard to have some of those same convictions about yeah. a person that you're having a conversation mm-hmm. with. Yeah. It's easy to group and lump generalize people. Generalize it. Yeah. Generalize, and then mm-hmm. it's easy to say, okay, now I can kind of say what I want about that right. group thing because it's not a personal conversation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like when we're in that place, it's like, okay, have I had a personal conversation mm-hmm. yeah. before I start to generalize? Because I, 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 I do this. We all do this. Mm-hmm. This is just the place where like this is our natural bent mm-hmm. is to right. do that. So I think that that isolation and that, that pushing away is, is a really important way to, the, to understand how the enemy works yeah. is he does that to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to get even more practical and this, this is question is related to what we're talking with honoring government. Um, mm-hmm. I've had, you know, a few conversations. I think you all have too about uh, just gathering as a church. Yeah. And I know you all mentioned last time that, every decision we make right now is politicized. It, mm-hmm. It's it's almost, you can't make a decision without it being mm-hmm. some kind of political statement. Um, but I, I've heard a few people say, you know, is the church bowing down to the government? Mm-hmm. Or are you just trying to appease man in, in the decisions you're mm-hmm. making? Maybe yeah. we could use church gathering, uh, but really like, how are you all making decisions? Are are you, you know, are you trying to go with the majority? Are you listening to the loud voices? Right. Mm-hmm. Is Only it in groups or, or is it just you two? Yeah. Like, yeah. How does it work? Yeah. Is it in groups uh, it, or is it the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Like what, how do you, yeah. could you let us into the process sure. of how you're making decisions? Yeah. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we love team here. And we Mm -hmm. are really big believers in team. And we don't just say that we actually like really live that we invite a lot of voices into our decision-making process. And so really much pretty, pretty much from the get go, we, we developed a team. Um, We kind of called it our COVID team uh, to help us think through what would re-entry really look like during this Mm -hmm. season. And so we gathered different personalities because I think that's what, one of the things I love about uh, how God you know, blends us all together as each of us have been given these different personalities and passions. And what I love is that you have some people who are Mm -hmm. really strict rule followers. And then you have some people who are really passionate about the the mission or the cause. And then you have, you know, you have just like an array. And so from the beginning, we have taken a team approach Mm -hmm. and obviously Mike and I have been only doing this job for about a year. Mm -hmm. And so my parents have been really instrumental. The founding pastors happened, I layman really leaning on their wisdom. But really what we found is as we reached out and talked to older leaders, we just heard this over and over again. 
they had never led through something like this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not a knock on their leadership. It was just to say, we are really in unprecedented right. times. And so I think for us, we, we really just began to seek the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what are you saying for our church? Yeah. And we even took it campus by campus. You know, Sullivan had a different plan than mm-hmm. we had. And we really wanted to honor local uh, government yeah. and, and work alongside that. We also knew that Urbana had the unique challenge of we have a large church. And we are one of the larger churches in Champaign-Urbana, and we wanted to set a good example as well for the community. But those were yeah. some of the steps yeah, that we th- took. Because there's the very, there's very much the practical side of it. Right. Yeah. What does it look like to, to do this, to do this well? And and again, there's such a wide, wide range of, of opinions, mm-hmm. you know, from those who are are not going to be coming back in person for a while. And we, and we realized that. And to those who are ready to come back mm-hmm. from the moment we stopped. And yeah. so it, it's, it's a very you know, tricky to mm. walk those things out. Yeah. But we did, we relied on, on what is natural wisdom. Yeah. Uh, and then also just kind of relying on the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. But we did things like I reached out, we talked to pastors from other churches. Yeah. I've talked to mm-hmm. most of the pastors uh, the of larger churches. Yeah. In town. I reached out to other pastors within mm-hmm. the vineyard and other churches who, who have been open. So in receiving states. a lot of input, yeah. lots of input <laughs> saying, what is it? What was the expectation? What did you experience in yeah. this? What were the challenges that you faced? And so we said, well, what are the steps that we can yeah. continue mm-hmm. to take? Uh, to and do this wh- and to walk it out so that it's the goal has to be, are we making it the decision yeah. because this is where Jesus is leading us mm-hmm. and because Jesus is the focus, mm-hmm. not because of that, that pressure of man or the government. Like we want to make sure we're walking that out and saying, Holy Spirit, have you given us the green light yeah. right. to say yeah. we can do this? Well, I love this because last week on this podcast, you all had Mike Cresta yeah. and Jay Layman, yeah. and those are two voices that really had spoken yeah. into uh, our mm-hmm. church. And they, our, they even yeah. made mention of that in the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I so, think it'd be yeah. good to go listen if yeah. people have. Yes, if sure. not, yeah, it was a great was really episode. Um, they, you know, there was words and things like that. So I think it was a combination of both like natural wisdom yep. and then supernatural. Yeah. And what, what happened was we just had to stay flexible and I'm an optimist. So I remember when, when we first shut down, I was like, we're going to be back by Easter. We're going to be back by mother's day. <laughs> we'll I mean, the team is laughing week, right now that's around because they know that I kept just like, and so I think optimist. for me, like, I think the hard part is, and if you have a personality like this, like if you want to know, it is a tra- challenging season because it kind of was like, okay, I think we're supposed to go back, but hey, it actually, let's go outside. Right. And so, and then the outside experience really was such a unique experience yeah. and we learned a lot. And then as you know, the weeks have unfolded, it's just like, we just kind of feel like the father is really leading the way. And I think in all of this, we can really believe that we're planning, but really because we're so committed to team and input and listening, not only to natural, but also supernatural voices, mm-hmm. I really believe that he is the one authoring our re-entry. Mm. Yeah. So, so a so question good. is to tag on that. It's not written yeah. down or planned, but what do you think this, this kind of lockdown, this pandemic, whatever, whatever we want to call it now, yeah. What do you think it exposed in the church? Not just saying our mm-hmm. church, but like, I mean, we couldn't meet for a long time. Mm-hmm. People had to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. They had to watch online. Like, what do you think that exposed? And do you think it made people uncomfortable? Like whatever it is that it exposed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So what do you think it exposed? And the follow-up is, do you think it made the church uncomfortable to where we've had to learn to do things completely different? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that is a good question. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of things, both good and bad, mm-hmm. I think that got exposed mm-hmm. in this. I, I was, I was so encouraged by the way I saw people respond immediately. Mm-hmm. How can we help? 
Yeah. What can we do yeah. mm-hmm. to make this better? What? How can we help solve the yeah. problem that the world is facing right now? And I saw churches, our church, I saw lots of other churches mm-hmm. coming together and saying, hey, we want to serve and do this mm-hmm. together. So one of the things I think that it exposes that there is actually the ability for greater unity than right. what we've seen. We saw right. that right here in our own in our own cities mm-hmm. uh, as, as churches came together to serve, to do those. Mm-hmm. I think that was there. Um, it exposed passions that people have, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that people carry. And, I, and actually, I love the passions, the different passions yeah. that people in our church and other churches, right. that they're carrying in their life passions mm-hmm. for different causes uh, in that. If you're looking, you know, I think a weakness, and I think this is, begin because of where the enemy always works through this place of isolation yeah. and division, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we saw like a, a weakness in, okay, how can we disciple better in connecting to That's one good. another? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when we find those places where we don't have that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and obviously it was combined with lots of things that were happening throughout the yeah, world, but right. we didn't have that, that, that piece. It exposed places where like we can do better mm-hmm. in discipling how to connect to Jesus personally, yeah. how to to learn to assume the best in one another and mm-hmm. not assume mm-hmm. the worst. Like I think mm-hmm. it, it exposed some of those places where we can grow and yeah. we can learn. I think it exposed those things in myself. I know right. the places like I can grow in these things and how to do this without some of the other things that kind of like maybe covered that up mm-hmm. in yeah. this process. Yeah. So Yeah, I would say that you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like there's been good things that it's done and then there's been hard thing. Yeah. Great song. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, at the beginning, like we realized that church is more than a building. Yes. And that like Mm -hmm. the church has left the building and there was kind of this, like this kind of like, you know, we're still doing it guys. Like we're still doing it. And then I think people grew weary. Yeah. And I think we saw this. I think a lot of churches saw this where it was kind of like, Oh, this feels hard. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do this alone. And mm-hmm. um, so I think now like we're kind of ramping back up and it's like, wait, gathering is good. Yeah. Gathering is God's plan for mm-hmm. us. And so I think, you know, it's it's this journey that we're going on. I think personally it exposed honestly just wherever there was weakness in our lives, whether yeah. it was in our relationships or our work or our, our family or Amen. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I preach this word and it's a word that's kind of, you know, been one of those hard to swallow because yeah. it's happened to me, but the winnowing, yeah. you know, that this is a season where Jesus is cutting away, he's pruning. And I really can't get away from John 15 this year. Yeah. I just, I keep reading it and keep reading it, mm. but I believe that there is um, a winnowing. And if we actually embrace the winnowing yeah. and allow the things to be cut away, mm. I believe we will be, we will come out for the better. I mean, yeah. basically the whole premise of pruning is that as we cut away that which is dead, that which is actually hurting us mm. more fruit can yeah. be born. And I believe that we are headed into a fruitful season. Yeah. Um, but yeah. man, the the pain of this season, and I think just as a pastor, I, I have a relational heart and my heart has broken for the pain that people have walked through during this mm-hmm. season. And I wish I could just hug everybody and, and, um, let them know how much God loves them and how right. much he sees their pain in this season. Even though I know for some, it really feels like, you know, I think for some, you know, it feels like God has abandoned them. The church has abandoned them. And I, that's not, I mean, man, that just grieves my heart. So yeah. I just pray that Holy Spirit invades homes and yeah. Yeah. And I think because he's a redeeming God, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful for the ways that he's going to redeem yeah. in this season because yeah. that's his heart. Like so the good. enemy doesn't get the final say yeah. in yeah. any yeah. of this. And I think we can, we can fall into that place when it's a season of so much week after week, month after month. Yeah. Yeah. What can come next? Yeah. yeah. But God is still good. 
He's he still is. on the throne. Yeah. yeah. He still he loves didn't fall us. Off yet. He, he's not. <laughs> and he does love to redeem yeah. Yeah. what the enemy tries, you know, mm, the tactics yeah. of mm-hmm. the enemy. Like his kingdom's not in retreat. Yeah. It is yeah, not it's in so retreat. Good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's interesting. It's I, I know one of the questions we rattled around is like, you know, is the church still effective? Is our church still effective? Right. Can you know, we love the Holy Spirit. We love yeah. To lay hands on, to do ministry, right. to see healing, to see freedom, people set free. And I know that's really been challenged in yeah. this season, but yeah. I, I think I, I'd love to know, I mean, okay, racial tensions, political tensions, right. what what I think has been interesting uh, is like, it, it seems like the church is being redefined mm-hmm. or who the church is supposed to be actually mm-hmm. is brought to light, brought to light yeah. right? And so for our church specifically, yeah. we're, we're unique, you know? Yeah. You know, we love the whole church, but our specific tribe here is we love very ours the unique. Most. That's, that's <laughs> true. I mean, seriously. What you do better you th- or you just maybe you shouldn't be the pastor here on the pastor on <laughs> We don't know. But what, what do you think our role in, in in the society is in this city, in our neighborhoods? Yeah. Like what, what do you think has surfaced during this time that's redefining us or maybe bringing us into focus yeah. mm-hmm. maybe is a better question. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just think about the call and the DNA on this house to be mm-hmm. a house of encounter yeah. with oh, the man. Holy Spirit. And you know, I just got to chill. <laughs> we I'm know, yeah, we know that this oh, is yeah. actually the gift that God has given yeah. us to give to the world. You know, we say, you know, what God wants to do, you know, in you, then He wants to do through you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Our gift, and and it's a gift that God, you know, God gives more than just our church, but this is one of the things he's really asked us to steward is this passion around encounter Mm -hmm. and creating space for people to encounter the Holy Spirit. We we hear, I mean, this is a common story that we hear, you know, I came to your church and I just cried and I don't even know what. That was our story. Yeah. (laughs) It really was though. I just cried my way through worship or I don't know what was happening to me. And we know that they were encountering the presence of God. And so we want to be a people who host and steward the presence of God. And I think this was challenged to us because our bread and butter is getting people into a room. And Daniel is an amazing worship leader and amazing hoster of the presence. And you'd strum the guitar and we would feel the Holy Spirit come into the room, ready to heal people and set people free. And so I think what it actually has is galvanizing us to do is we want to train people Mm -hmm. how to personally host the presence, how to walk in the presence of Jesus in the presence of the Holy spirit day in and day out, because actually he changes everything and he empowers us to do what we cannot do. Mm -hmm. And so I think for us, that is coming into more clarity and it's almost like freeing. Like you're like, you know, we actually don't have to be everything. We, We can really be who God's called us to be. And we know, you know, presence and healing and power and that whole like naturally supernatural mm-hmm. lifestyle. This is who the Vineyard Church was yeah. created to be. Yeah. So yeah. good. I think I think you said it really well. And I think that idea that where we've been so good, if you said where it exposed is like, okay, yeah. we've learned how to do it really well as we gather together. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if we're truly discipling, then I want to be able to train people say, how are you yes. becoming a host of the presence, mm-hmm. a, a person who, where you go, where you gather with, with your family, with your yeah. small group, with whatever you're doing your work. in your workplace, yeah. Yeah. in your neighborhood, yeah. can you learn to host the presence mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. That when others come, they're yeah. experiencing and encountering right. the Holy Spirit because, you know, we're not the, the church of apologetics. You mm-hmm. know, we, we, if, 
what the Holy Spirit can do in one moment, what a thousand arguments may have mm-hmm. to take to get you there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we want to see the right see the the Holy Spirit work and move mm-hmm. in ways that the individual is discipled to take that. The small yeah. group leader is is doing that. The person in their business is leading their business mm-hmm. in in a in a way that is bringing the presence to yeah. the people right. that are there. Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah. Can we do that well? And so I think that's been a big a big challenge to say, okay, what does that look like? Yeah. Right. To yeah. take that unique part of who we are mm-hmm. and and help thousands yeah. of people become people who can do that where they're at too. Yeah. And then when we come together, how much stronger will that yeah. presence be yeah. as we gather together as the saints? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I think one of the things that intrigues me, and I think it's been happening globally as mm-hmm. with church leaders is we may get some emails or some texts or some things that, that may hurt us. Yeah. And I think what happens is people forget that there's a person behind the position. Mm-hmm. And so as people who are senior leaders, how can you encourage other leaders watching this who maybe have had emails or mm. text or phone calls that were rough, that like, mm-hmm. it was tough to hear. How can you encourage them? Like one, you're a human, we yeah. see you, yeah. but like, how have you, how's Holy Spirit navigated yeah. those conversations for you guys? Yeah. So I think that's one thing that like, I think sometimes it's so easy as, like, this is easy for me to forget that like, you're a human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I see you guys as senior pastors because that, mm-hmm. like, we're, we're here yeah. to follow, to serve and work with. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, they're still human. So like when I, if someone says something negative, I'm like, you know, they're human, right? Like yeah. I got their back, you know, right, yeah. like, you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> but how Just you- remind them that I changed multiple dirty diapers a day. <laughs> that will just bring them right back bring down. Back right back to, to oh yeah, I, real I life think, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think actually what you said actually yeah. is the way that God has been okay. really convicting me to think about it is that it's easy to, even when you have a critic, mm-hmm. is to put them in a category. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're also a person. Yep. Yeah. And I think God has been reminding us mm-hmm. this week, especially like so often the issue is not the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a pastor, as a leader, yeah. remember that you're, you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. If mm-hmm. they're to that point where mm-hmm. they're in yeah. that place, there's probably other things that you can be, be going after and other things we, we, we can say, okay, where have we missed it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can we do this better? Uh, I was having a conversation just yesterday and <clears throat> excuse me, I apparently can't talk today. <laughs> Deep thought. Deep thought. There's a deep thought coming. This, seg- yeah. this segment is rising up. It's rising up. You were having a conversation yesterday. I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody, and it was it was one of those where it's like, okay, well, I want to address some challenges, and, and I'll credit like they wanted to have a conversation yeah. about it, which yeah. is a big deal yeah, because yeah. a lot of people don't want to have a conversation about it. But one of the things I, I we were just sharing as we had gone through the conversation, I said, well, one of the things God has been teaching me is to have a thick skin but a soft heart. He said that again. I, just, I literally yeah. just like, like gooseys from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. This, this I, can I have a thick skin yeah. so that I don't take it too personally, mm-hmm. but have a soft enough heart to respond as the father man, would? That's Come good. on, man. Because that's where God wants yeah. us to be at. Yeah. That's, that that's the it. challenge of leadership is not to let your heart be hardened, mm. even in those places where that's like, so good. hey, there's there might be gold in what they're saying. So mm-hmm. how can I learn from yeah. that? That's yeah. really how can I grow good. in that? That's so that's good. Really good. You are so good at that. Yeah. You you have a gift to, to like impart Thank like you. to our team and hopefully to me. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, well, I think I do take things a lot more personally um, yeah. than Mike does. And um, I think one of the ways I've seen the Holy Spirit help me through this season is that I've had opportunity and sometimes I've totally missed it mm-hmm. and I've like not engaged yeah. um, with the person. And uh, other times I choose to engage and I find that when I engage, 
I feel the love of the father overtake mm. me yeah. and his heart for them comes out. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard to get criticism. And mm -hmm. I'm a mom of four and I'm virtual schooling my big kids and we have a baby and I, I have to cook dinner and we do laundry. And like, I think for every person in your life, whether it's a teacher, mm -hmm. administration, your boss, the elected officials, your pastors, whoever you're frustrated with or whoever you want to kind of just before you lash out, yeah. I would just encourage you to pray for them first. Mm -hmm. yeah. They are people. And and if you are one of those people, if you're a teacher who's gotten bad feedback or you're a boss and you have employees, right. remember what you just said, mm -hmm. that we can easily do the same thing out of defense. So good. Yeah. And I think, again, one other thing that we've used during this season, and it's just a Holy Spirit tool, is just humility. Yeah. We are really quick to just say, I am so sorry. Mm. And not, I am so sorry, but yeah. just... I am so sorry. Right, genuine. Genuine in humility. Yeah. I do not, I, I take ownership for any way that I hurt you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it so disarms people yeah. that you're just like, okay, Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you, can, you can't pretend to be perfect. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Because all you'll be doing is pretending. And yeah. I don't pretend that we've been perfect or that yeah. we figured it all out. But our, our heart is to authentically follow the Holy Spirit to the yeah. best way that we can. That's good. And continue to learn. And, yeah. and hopefully we're not the same leaders who started this journey. We're not the same leaders from last month because yeah. as I learn new things, hopefully I'll learn to yeah, lead better. That's and yeah. that's got to be the heart plate, heartbeat of where you're at is those were hard conversations. Those were hard things to hear. Can I grow from it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, God, what can I do? How can you redeem what feels like uh, a hurtful thing into something that can actually help me grow as a leader? Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's not always easy. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's admittedly not always <laughs> the first place that my mind wants to go. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll fully Just admit being that, real. but, yes, but being real. yeah, totally be real. Important but be that's real. where, that's where God is taking me now on this yeah. journey. And it's been, it's been a good place to, to, good. to get to that. Not that there's not going to be continued hard yeah. conversations. I recognize yeah. that. Yeah. So and I think it's been awesome. I don't know about you, Daniel, you speak for yourself, but for me, it's been awesome to watch you guys lead through this. It's like the, mm -hmm. probably the worst first year you could probably ask for. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, technically we're now in the second year. Yeah, so this is true. It's we'll now switch. <laughs> so. I thought 2020 was happening for four years. <laughs> it feels that Isn't way. Isn't this it was the, the worst seventh decade, decade yeah. first year <laughs> you could ever imagine? I don't know. It was something. I think it's been interesting to watch yeah. you guys lead with honor, admit when you're wrong, take ownership. But there was a moment for me this last Sunday, Julie, you made mention of this when you're hosting with Kirsten, mm -hmm. but there was a moment I felt like the Lord opened like my eyes to see mm. like how much you love mm. the people at this church, mm -hmm. yeah. like how much you literally love people. Like I'm, my eyes are water, like water, starting to water right now. Yeah. Cause like I, to see how much you loved them, that like you saw coffee and like wept yeah. cause you knew people were coming yeah. in. Mm -hmm. Could you speak into that? Like just yeah. that, what the Lord was doing on your heart. Yeah. Cause I think this is the moment where people can really see the human side of both yeah. of you. Yeah. And yeah. cause like I was supposed to host with Kirsten, Daniel's like, Julie just told us, I'm like, yeah, girl, you got this. <laughs> Good Lord. But like, can you speak yeah. into that? Cause I think yeah. that was such a beautiful moment for us to see firsthand. Yeah. yeah. So the context was that we were planning on being outdoors, but the mm -hmm. weather was bad. So we moved indoors and I walk out into the common space and I see the coffee is prepped. And this is the first time we've had a Sunday service indoors since March 8th. Mm. And as mm. I walk out, wow. I just can feel the presence of God because it's, this is our home mm -hmm. and this is where we gather people. 
to encounter the presence of God, to, to equip them, to encourage them so that they can, you know, take it and wherever they live and work and play, mm-hmm. go do the stuff of Jesus. And I was just overcome and I ran into John, uh, one of our pastors, and I just said, I just, I'm going to need tissues like the whole morning. Mm-hmm. I was just overcome with this feeling of God. I was created for this. Mm-hmm. I was created to help create encounter yeah. space. I was created to gather your saints together. And it's such an honor. And I will say that, you know, mm-hmm. one thing Mike and I have often talked about is it's a grace that comes to rest upon you. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes people will say to us like, well, we don't know how you do it. You know, you know, I could never do that job. It's like, well, God's not asking you to do that job. Right. So whatever God is asking you to do, there's going to be grace on your mm-hmm. life. And it's a good word. It, right there. Yeah. it was just, it was such an emotional morning. I feel like, you know, in the coming weeks, there's going to be more emotion because I think the enemy did steal some things for us Absolutely. that are being redeemed and restored. And we're being reminded and really emboldened on what we were created to do. And so that's kind of what happened. And yeah, I basically wept the whole day <laughs> and screamed so loud during worship. I may have gotten a little hoarse, but yeah, you know, hey. all for the all, Lord. It's all good now. It's it all for the glory. It was, it was, it was a, there was yeah, a holy moment that was, that, that I think uh, that was yeah. happening in that. Then that. And if there's been holy moments along the way, right. Yeah. Uh, there was, there's holy moments in the different ways that I've seen God move and move people. Mm-hmm. And that, that place, I you know that grace that rests on you. Mm. I think just to encourage you, I just want to take that a moment to encourage anybody who's in that place where like, there's no way I could ever do this thing that I think God right. might be calling me. Yeah. Believe me, we said the exact same thing about <laughs> this job. We did not know, there is no way that we want to do that. Like there was years yeah. of that. Like, no way. There's no way <laughs> yeah. I would want to do that. How, why would I ever even think? But when there's a grace on it, there's also yeah. a love for it because yeah. he, he's That's given me good. a love for the people who call this place home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the people of this community because my life was changed by coming yeah. here. Yeah. That's so good. It, You're it, welcome. <laughs> I was here four years like, that is a whole other great story we'll have that to tell a great you story later. Uh, but love the, that. my life is completely and radically changed. Yeah. Yeah. Because the people who call this place home yeah. saw fit to welcome me in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I I, I knew Jesus before I came, but I know him in a whole different way right? because of yeah. my, the place encounter. of encounter yeah. that I experienced in this place. Yeah. And I want others That's to do so that. Good. And yeah. I want to steward this yeah. so that someday somebody else yeah. gets to lead and see the fruit yeah. of those trees that I get to plant because I, I, I we say that all the time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm eating the tree or the fruit from trees. I didn't plant. That's yeah. right. I got to do that. Yeah. What can I do to help that for the next generation? Yeah. And it, it is, there is something about that gathering of the saints. It mm-hmm. is, it's powerful. And mm-hmm. I recognize that. And yeah. I know that's what people missed. And yeah. so that why it was so hard in this journey to say, God, we're waiting for your green light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're waiting for you to say, yes, what's the right time and the right moment. Yeah. And so, and I, I think that's important, you yes. know, to know it's like, you know, you hear all these different voices, you get wisdom from yeah. Carl. I know you met with Carl hospital. Yeah. I, I mean, you get all this yeah. wisdom and then you take it to the Lord knowing that whatever decisions that you make, yeah. someone's not going to be, feedback will happen. Yeah. Feedback will happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're trying to follow the Lord yeah. with your heart and make the best decision you can with what you sense him saying with all the stats and all yeah. the input. But I think what's interesting is like, it's kind of like COVID awakened us at a level to say, okay, more encounters and more places like small groups. But it also awakened, like there is something special about the large gathering. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there is something really unique about us gathering in this 
auditorium. And, yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, there's something special that happens. And I guess we can announce it because it's going to be in an email yeah. before uh, this, that th- this weekend we're going back in person. Right? We are. Yeah. We are going to re-enter the building. How did you decide that? Honestly, you know, it's kind of the way we've decided all of the things, how we decided that we were going to go outside, how we decided we were going to encourage church groups, how we, you know, the whole, the whole thing. And so this past weekend, um, we did have to come indoors because of the weather. And then um, it really went well. And we realized, you know what? Okay, God, we believe that you're leading Mm -hmm. us this way. And it feels like this is what you're doing. And so we met with our team early this morning and we made the decision and, you know, we're walking yeah. really by faith right now, asking the father to continue to give us wisdom and guidance. Yeah. But um, we're really excited and looking yeah. forward. It means two services yeah. here in Urbana at 9, 15 and 11. Yeah. yeah. And all the volunteers that are needed to go with that. So if you're listening <laughs> and you want to volunteer and get <laughs> back on the road, you told that you're needed. So well, even join, uh, joining our friends in Sullivan who have been yes, they've been meeting right. for months, right? Yes. So, and it's, and hey, it's been Sully. great to have, <laughs> have that happening in Sullivan because we've actually yeah. been able to learn a lot from yeah. what's happening yeah. down there, from the things they've learned about this. And so, you know, we're trying to take, yeah. you know, as John Wimber likes to say, take the best and go. You said we, we took the advice, yeah. we heard, we got yes. lots of input, yeah. and then we said, okay. We're going to take some from here and we're going to do some things over here that we feel like God's doing. And we're going to take hopefully the best and go and continue to learn along the way. That that means that if we have to adjust and change the the process, the logistics, we'll do that. But we're going to continue to do the very thing that God is leading us to in the moment, Mm -hmm. which can be really hard because I'd much rather know what we're going to do for the next six months and just lock it in. (laughs) And it's just not happening right now. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just so grateful for the creativity of our teams. You know, we're going to continue meeting online because we know so many people um, aren't yet comfortable. And so that's really important to us. And we want to help foster. This is what I love about you, Daniel. You know, you have such a heart to see encounter happen through the screen. And Amen. yeah, this is just such a gift that you carry. So and get online. Get <laughs> online. Exactly. <laughs> you, I mean, you also have a gifting and a calling from. to be able to help connect, you, um, you know, just digitally with, with this mm-hmm. generation. And so, you know, I think we're looking for different expressions for how God wants to gather us during this season. Amen. But we know that encounter mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit is the thing that unites us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited for what the yep. Holy Spirit no, wants no to do. No matter where you're meeting, yeah. it, it is a place that can that can gather. And as people gather in the presence, there's so much of the stuff of this yeah. season that can just be kind of like shed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melted away. we can give it back to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It was never ours that was to carry in the first place. Like yeah. We weren't called to carry this. God said, I'll take that yeah. from yeah. you. And can we do that? Mm-hmm. And so I, I am excited to see the different ways. I think that's another redeeming thing actually yesterday, early on was, well, what are the things God's redeeming? He's, he's taught us new ways to to engage yeah. Yeah. with the world yeah. and in with new tools, uh, with with new techniques, with new ways to say, hey, how can we put as as many lines in the water yep. and yeah. and be fishers of men in that way? Yeah. And so I'm excited to see the ways that God's helping us to yeah. innovate. Yeah. yeah. And, and help people encounter yeah. life transforming power of Jesus, man. Yeah. Yep. So seeing the healings happening, you know, yeah. online and people who are it's not amazing. here across the world. And they're yeah. seeing amazing encounter with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Last quick question. One minute or less for each of you. Citizens of heaven. What can we expect? How can we approach this series? What do you mm-hmm. think? Julie, go. I would say that what you can expect is a challenge when it comes to how you viewed your role in politics. Mm. And I think there's an encouragement Mm. to pick up your kingdom glasses and to see what Jesus is inviting us to in this season, to really understand our citizenship first in heaven and Mm. then lived out here on earth. That's good. good. Love it. First 
uh, don't expect to be told how to vote. Yeah. I hope you can learn how to think about the way that we vote mm. and the way that we engage yeah. after the vote. That's good. And so I think that's important as it's a reminder of, again, who we are and what it looks yeah. like to engage in those things. Yeah. Not not mm-hmm. what to do, uh, not how to vote, but hopefully it's helping us learn how to think about God's kingdom. Mm. Yeah. As as Putty said, living incarnationally through us and yeah. through the 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 mechanisms of our government. Yeah. So yeah. so good. It's good. All right, we got a section called Five for Five. I'm five sure for you're five. familiar oh, yes. with it. Five for five. Ooh. Danny and I will ask you guys to say a word and then the first response that comes to your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dangerous. Ready. Yeah. Got it. Dangerous guy. <laughs> Here we go. First word is marriage. Julie. <laughs> I've never we've never had Why you laughing? Say the first word. You laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I was going to say hot. Oh. Well, well done, Mike. Are we done? <laughs> well done, Mike. Not the last question? Wow. Oh, that wasn't. That wasn't. <laughs> mm. Hi-oh. Uh, can, can you even speak right now? <laughs> Should we go to, should I just need to drink you know, some more water. Oof. <laughs> 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 Hot. You're so welcome. I'm totally blushing. Yeah, so that's all I can think actually now is hot. So uh, hey, that's my answer. Should we go to word two, Mike? <laughs> okay, word two. Here we go. I think we're going to work. I think we're I think go in the right direction. Oh. <laughs> we're in the right direction, wow, Daniel. No. Oh, okay. Danger. Here we, Here we go. go. Ready? Kids. <laughs> oh, my God. The fruit of hot. Done. <laughs> she said done. Uh, oh, done. Uh, time. Time. Mm. Time. All right. Lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. Three. Church. Worship. Yeah. The presence. Okay. For sure. Okay. Uh, number four. Shoes. Comfortable. <laughs> Flats. Flats. Okay. Last word. Candy. Meh. <laughs> oh, Reese's really? peanut butter cups. Oh, I love those mm. too. That's, that's why I'm savory. That's one of my favorites. I, I need yes. savory over sweet. So okay, wow. but okay. If I have to pick uh, Swedish fish, maybe I was gonna say hot tamales. No, oh, hot tamales. Yeah. What's with you on these hot things right now? It's really, hot tamales. Hot we, is we need to close. We might. Daniel, we need to close. <laughs> Hey, thank you guys so much for watching this week's Vineyard Collective podcast. It was hot. It was hot. Mm. Oh, God. Hey, didn't we sing that last time we were on? It was like, drop it like it's hot. Wasn't that something something that came up? Yeah, that was bad. Oh, my God. Love you all. So if you could just like, subscribe, comment, share with your friends. Go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We'll see you guys next week. And it'll be even hotter. Mm -hmm. See you guys. (laughs) See you guys.